How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Monday, June the 14th. My friends, it is the Electronic Entertainment Expo weekend, and I am here to give you all of the biggest headlines from the last three days. Now, I'll warn you, today's show is probably going to be longer than normal, but I'll try to get through it as quickly as possible. Let's jump into it. First thing I want to talk about is the Ubisoft Forward event. And probably the biggest announcement out of that show was Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. This is a game based on the Avatar movies from James Cameron, first-person action adventure, and developed by the same people who made The Division. That is slated for next year. The other big announcement from the show was Mario plus Rabbids Spark of Hope, a sequel to the last collaboration between Mario and Rabbids. And if you never saw that, it's a tactics game, actually pretty good. Sold really well, that's why they're making a sequel. Coming out on the Switch next year. I would say that's the only new stuff. If you're interested in games like Rainbow Six Extraction, Rocksmith, Riders Republic, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry 6, they showed stuff for all of those games. You can follow up if you're interested. Okay, now let's talk about the big one. Microsoft and Bethesda had their E3 conference. Of course, everybody was looking forward to Starfield. They showed off a little bit, but not a lot. Just a quick teaser and announced that it's coming out in November of next year. Similar story with Halo Infinite. They just had uh, some more cinematics. Reminded you that it's going to have free-to-play multiplayer and said that it's going to release in the holiday season this year. They did, however, announce a whole bunch of new games. One of them is a new game from Arcane Studios, who made Dishonored and Prey and the upcoming Deathloop. And it is called Redfall. Uh, It appears to be a multiplayer shooter in a vampire setting. They had a really interesting cinematic. I encourage you to check it out. That's called Redfall. They announced a Plague Tale Requiem, which is a sequel to a Plague Tale Innocence. If you haven't heard of that, it's an extraordinary single-player adventure. It follows two young children in plague-ridden France during the Hundred Years' War. They announced a sequel for The Outer Worlds, just aptly called The Outer Worlds 2. They didn't have anything to show, but they had a very comedic trailer. They also announced a sequel to Slime Rancher, aptly called Slime Rancher 2. This time around, it looks like it's actually taking place in the ocean, though, and it's slated for next year. And I would say the other big kind of new thing was Sea of Thieves is going to be having a crossover with Pirates of the Caribbean. So all of your favorite characters like Jack Sparrow and Davy Jones, they're all going to be showing up in Sea of Thieves. I thought that was really cool. It totally makes sense for that game. Those were the announcements, but that wasn't everything. They showed a lot of gameplay footage for things like Stalker 2, if you're interested in Stalker, uh, they had a pretty in-depth look at that game. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 had by far the most time in the show, and it's probably one of the most realistic-looking games I've ever seen. Battlefield 2042, the new Battlefield game, uh, they showed some gameplay off there, looks pretty good. And, you know, I should just mention that, like, all of the games I've talked about just now pretty much have been guaranteed to be coming on the Game Pass day one. And that's really what this presentation was about. It was like, Here's a crap ton of really amazing games, and you can get all of them on the Game Pass immediately. Or, you know, whenever they come out. They have a very clear strategy here, and... I mean, it's gonna work, right? Like, they they showed off the full Yakuza series, Back for Blood, Ayuden Chronicle, which is the spiritual successor to Suikoden, Age of Empires 4. There's a new game from the people who made Just Cause, called Contraband. All of that heading to the Game Pass. It's wild. Oh, uh, 12 Minutes is also gonna be there. That's an indie game that looks tremendous. The last thing that I'll mention from this show is that they said that Psychonauts 2 is finally going to be releasing on August 25th. So, just a short time away. 
Okay, and I would say the last important show from the last three days was Square Enix. They announced what they call Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster, which are all the pixel-based Final Fantasy games being remastered. That's one through six. They announced a Final Fantasy spin-off called Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, which is a totally new direction for the series. Uh, it's made by the people who made Ninja Gaiden and Neo. Their name is Team Ninja. That's coming next year. And the main event of the show was the announcement of Guardians of the Galaxy. This is made by Eidos Montreal, who previously did some of the Deus Ex games. And I've got to say, people are a lot happier with what they showed of this game than they previously did with Marvel's Avengers. Uh, it's a single-player, third-person adventure, so no live service. It is not based off of the movies, which is, I think, a good thing for a lot of people. And, you know, some of the narrative that they were showing off kind of reminded me of the Telltale games. I don't know, it seems like people are going to be happy with this one, so... No microtransactions, just everything available to you when it comes out on October 26th. We'll see how it goes. If you're interested in other things from Square, they also talked about Babylon's Fall, which is from Platinum Games. Life is Strange... Uh, both the remaster and the new game coming out, as well as Marvel's Avengers. Uh, they have a Black Panther DLC coming. And folks, that is about as much as I can fit into a show like this. Of course, there were other shows that happened, the PC gaming show, Future Game Show, Devolver Digital, and Gearbox. But I think I gave you the stuff that you're going to care about the most. And hey, the announcements are not over, so I'm going to be back tomorrow with even more news recaps, and maybe I can go a little more in-depth on some of the stuff that happened today as well if we have time. So until tomorrow, my friends, happy gaming, everyone. It's a TGO after show. Hello and welcome. Oh man, what a... You know, E3 is actually kind of frustrating for me when it comes to this show, because anything that I talked about today quite literally could have been a headliner for one of my shows, and instead the, the gaming industry just collectively decides... Uh, we'll put all the big stuff in one weekend. Oh, goodness. I wish I could go more in-depth on some of those things, and maybe there's an argument to be made that I should just pick some of them and go more in-depth on them, but I don't know. The, the function of this show is that if you didn't get a chance to watch the shows or read the headlines, then I'm going to tell you about them. So that's what I'm going to do. Let's talk about my highlights. Um, first of all, Xbox and Bethesda had a great show. They had a really, really good show. It was solid, not too long. Everything felt really high-impact. And I am super excited for a lot of these games, like A Plague Tale Requiem. If it's anything like the first game, it'll be tremendous. 12 Minutes is a game that I've been having my eye on since last year. Like, I want my hands on that game. And if you haven't seen 12 Minutes, it's, uh, it's an all-star cast of three people. Willem Dafoe, James McAvoy, and Daisy Ridley. And this is an indie game, by the way. I don't know how they pulled that off. But the idea is that the main guy, James McAvoy, is stuck in a time loop the same 12 minutes, right, over and over. And it's a, you know, an interactive story, basically, where you play a whole bunch of different outcomes and etc., etc. Uh, the Outer Worlds 2, I think, is awesome. I love that they're still going their own route. I mean, you know, they could have done, like, a New Vegas 2 or something like that, and they, they might still. But The Outer Worlds was really their return to form after doing New Vegas, and I thought it was a great game. I know it wasn't everybody's favorite, but I thought it was fine. Redfall, I mean, I don't know. It's a multiplayer shooter. I would like to think that I can trust Arcane, and we'll see what happens with Deathloop as well, because Arcane is such a good studio, like Dishonored. I haven't played Prey, but I've heard good things about Prey. I'm super pumped to see what they can do with multiplayer, with vampires, I don't know. I was definitely uh, pumped for something like that.
And outside of all that, I mean, I don't know, Starfield from Bethesda is cool, but I'm not like freaking out about it. Same with Halo. Honestly, same with the headliners of all of these, like Avatar, Guardians of the Galaxy. They're fun. I'm glad they exist, but I'm not, you know, I'm probably not going to play them. Maybe if Guardians of the Galaxy is good, I'll check it out. But you know me. The other shows that happened this weekend, I don't know, it really made me question the purpose of E3, <laughs> to be honest. And I had the same feeling last year. Um, when it's not a physical event, I really don't know why all of it needs to be packed into a weekend. Like, I get it's great that it's a, hey, we're gamers, we're celebrating, but I don't know. Okay, I mean, I don't mean to be the old man complaining about everything. And it might just be a personal problem, but when I watch these shows, everything just starts to blend together. Like, I don't remember half the stuff. A lot of it tends to, like, be very similar. Like, we probably saw three Viking games all kind of doing similar things. Meanwhile, Valheim is off, like, selling millions of copies. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I would have appreciated all of these things a lot more if I was consuming them on a more regular cadence as opposed to shoved into an E3 weekend. There's probably a balance, right? Like, if you're an indie dev and you put your your game into the Gorilla Collective or the PC Gaming Show or something, you get a lot of eyeballs, right? You get thousands of people guaranteed to be looking at your game. And you can't do that in any other situation. So obviously, in that case, it's a great thing. But in the other sense, I'm not going to remember it at all. You're going to need to follow up with me somewhere in order for me to, to have my eyeballs on it again. Because there's just so much. There's so much. I tried to, like, I was going to... I was going to record this show just after the Square Enix show, but then I was like, no, I'll watch the PC gaming show, I'll watch the future game show just to see if there's any major announcements that I need to talk about. And there just wasn't. Like, again, maybe some of those games could have made it to the show on different days, but on E3 weekend, man, I don't I, I don't have the, the minutes to cover it. Like, what's a good example? I'm thinking of something like Orcs Must Die 3. I can talk about it now, you know, it's a, it's a really interesting third-person tower defense game where you got an invasion of orcs, and you got to fend them off. It was a great game, the first couple of games. I'm excited to see the, the new one coming out. But, like, you got Orcs Must Die 3, and you've got Halo. <laughs> Which one am I going to talk about? Anyway, anyway. <sighs> I am uh, still in the middle of packing, and I'm probably going to be moving out of my current place next weekend. So I'm going to try and pre-record some shows, actually, so that it's not just empty weekend shows. But I move into a new home soon. It's very exciting. All right, folks, uh, let me know what your highlights of E3 were, so far, at least. I know there's still more to come, but if there's anything you think I critically overlooked, or in particular, something that you are going to be getting your eyes on, I would love to hear it. And uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Take care of yourself. Sending lots of love.